Welcome to the Sacred Awakenings Podcast. We are a community that supports spiritual exploration in order to awaken our greatest potential. Our Sunday gatherings are a time we set aside for ritual and ceremony as a community to enrich our own spiritual lives with the support of other open-hearted people. We have taken excerpts from our Sunday talks from various spiritual leaders to put here to make it easier for listening and re-listening. Enjoy our talk. Good morning. I'm Reverend Nicole Losey with Sacred Awakenings. Today is the 4th of July. It's Independence Day here in the U.S. So we're not having a traditional gathering, a Sunday gathering with music and and talk and, and chat before and after. We're doing podcast with an inspirational message. And I get the opportunity to share with you my reflections on independence, liberation, and freedom. Those are the three words I've been sitting with all week. And as I think about independence and liberation and freedom, I want to relate to those spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And so the way to start is to think about what makes us not feel liberated, what makes us feel confined. Um, And a lot of the times we get caught up in our own understanding, in our own thinking mind. We get caught up in our own nets, if you will. And when we want to liberate, when we want to heal and move forward and become independent of those nets that we create around ourselves, we need to be able to practice letting go so that we can find true freedom in letting go. And letting go can be scary sometimes because when we think of letting go, we have to realize whether or not we trust. And so what are we letting go of is the question. Well, we're letting go of ideas, preconceived notions, expectations, maybe ideas that no longer serve us. We're letting go of old thinking and old patterns, old ways of being, so that when we let go of these previous things, these things that are no longer helping, they're holding us back, then we create a space to realize what we can become and what we really are the whole time, what we really are and what we really were the whole time. And that can be scary sometimes to try to create a groundedness and a stability to be able to say enough. Um, One example from my life is, you know, in a former life, I used to smoke cigarettes I smoked cigarettes for a long time, and I smoked a lot of them every day. And when I found my yoga practice, I'm a yoga practitioner and a yoga teacher, um, but this was when I originally found the practice. It felt like coming home. Um, 
it just was this really wonderful place for me to learn how to breathe differently and learning how to be in my body differently and learn how to feel more comfortable in my own skin and in my own atmosphere around my body, in my own environment, in a new and different way. And so when I discovered that I really liked what I was finding out about myself, then I also realized I didn't like that I smoked. And I didn't like that I, I felt uh, trapped under the habit. I like to say that I felt married to the habit <laughs> of smoking because it, it very much controlled my daily actions and where I went and how long I went there and what I wore and all of that. And if any of you are or were smokers, you totally understand what I'm talking about. And when I found my personal practice that helped me realize I could liberate myself from that confinement, from that addiction. I developed the ability to say enough. And I developed the wherewithal to stand on my own two feet and say, I'm ready for something different. It was scary because I had smoked so long and I smoked so many cigarettes. I didn't know who or what I was going to become, to be honest. I was really nervous about that. And so I had to learn that I could trust myself, that I could trust the process and that I could trust my method, um, which was to use my yoga practice. So I would go into class and I would do all these amazing things for myself and learn how to breathe differently. I could lean into that to help me grow into something new, someone new, someone I didn't know, which is scary um, because I don't know how I'm going to respond and relate to the world. And I only know through the lenses of being a smoker how to live. I mean, because I had done it for so long. And so I used that practice to help me liberate myself from something that was holding me back. And in developing that trust and in developing that groundedness and that will to be able to say enough and have my strategies for moment by moment of handling the addiction and handling the withdrawal, um, I was able to come out the other side. And it was a tough process, but I trusted it. And I was able to connect my mind to what I wanted on the other side, which was freedom, which was liberation from being trapped under the thumb of something that was doing such a disservice to my body and to my mind and to my spirit. It was confining me. So when we find our freedom, when we make the decision to liberate ourselves from something whether it's changing um, the way we eat, changing the way we sleep, changing smoking, changing addiction, changing anything like that. We develop our own sense of power um, from which to draw strength and energy to see that through. And healing comes from that. And also realization comes from that. I had to realize that I became identified in my own mind as a smoker. And so that's a label that I put upon myself. 
who am I? I'm a smoker. What does a smoker do? A smoker lives with certain ways of being, <laughs> makes decisions in certain ways, um, and functions in certain ways. And once I had to come out from under that label, I realized I didn't need a label anymore. I didn't even label myself as a former smoker. If anything, it helped me to just consider myself a non-smoker. And that understanding of that label gave me personal power to be able to say, enough. I broke this chain. This was the previous. This is what I'm going through. This is where I'm going. There is no connection between me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and smoking because I'm a non-smoker. So labels aren't necessarily bad. Um, they often give us direction and understanding maybe of function and um, how that label lives. So when we're confined by a label, we need to come out of it, but sometimes we can lean into a label to help us know what to do and how to live and how to break the tie from the previous label. When we choose to liberate ourselves, we can heal. And when we heal, we move forward into a new identity. But we don't want to become trapped under the new identity either. We want to learn how to be. We want to learn how to function. We want to learn how to process information, live in the world, serve in the world, and be our best selves, understanding that the process continues all the time. The healing continues all the time. The independence, the liberation we can give to ourselves and bring to ourselves is constantly shifting and changing. But under all of that is healing. And so as one country will liberate itself from another, or one population will liberate itself from another, we liberate ourselves from our former selves. We liberate our true selves from our false selves. We liberate and find freedom in our healing, which requires letting go. And while letting go can be frightening, confusing, can cause anxiety, if you know in your deepest self that what you're liberating yourself from is going to take you into the truth of who you are, then incredible power and courage and strength will come from that. And my hope is that everybody can find that within themselves and they can make those little steps that will help them move forward and experience healing. Because when we heal, we can become more compassionate, more understanding of other people. As a person who is a non-smoker who smoked at one point in her life, I'm incredibly compassionate to those people who smoke. I don't personally like the habit. I don't really care to be around people who are smoking, but I can relate to people who are experiencing the struggle of becoming non-smokers themselves. I can understand some of the ways in which they function with their budgets because they have an addiction. The cigarette comes out of 
their weekly budget first, I can understand that. And I can understand the trials that they will have in liberating themselves from that. And I can support people in that way, but also that's addiction. So I have an incredible understanding of facing addiction and changing life and how many aspects of our identities are related to that addiction. That's just me giving my own little example from my life. I have lots of other examples and lots of other things that I could share, but I don't want to go too deeply into all of that. I want to keep this an uplifting message for Independence Day and talk about freedom and understand that deep freedom comes from being healed and healing. It's the steps of healing that create the courage to take on the next steps of the healing. And then the next steps of the healing and each step empowers deeper steps. Each step empowers more healing and more desire for that liberation. So when we liberate ourselves, we decide that we have a goal. We decide that we have a purpose. We have a decide that, or we have decided that there is something we're living for and moving toward. And as I said, I'm a person who practices yoga. And so my understanding of it is through this understanding of austerity, spiritual fire. So when you can, you know, stoke the fire from within, this is where you change your mind. This is when you settle on something, you put your sights on that. You choose it and then you stoke the fire. And then those things that don't serve the purpose melt away in that fire. So whatever it might be, one example I like to give is the Olympian. When the person who makes it to the Olympics was a small child, everything that they did all through their youth got them to the Olympics So all of the ideas and all of the ways of being that would take them away from the Olympics melt away. That's not even on their radar, not even in their wheelhouse. So if a person is changing their life, say quitting smoking, they're not going to put themselves in a situation that's going to take them away from that goal. So we have this austerity, this spiritual fire to make things happen. And when we can work on stoking that fire, We can further our ability to become free. And we can deepen our ability to heal ourselves. And so as you reflect on the United States and its independence and its freedom, and you're having a cookout and you're watching the fireworks and you're enjoying time with family and friends and being outside, I hope that you can take some time to look at how independence relates to your own life in which ways have you created freedom for yourself in which ways have you transformed in which ways have you helped other people transform how have you healed where have you let go where have you created your own freedom through your letting go And then maybe that can take you into next week's discussion and then the following week's discussion. And then each and every day and each and every week, you find 
more strength and personal power to continue to heal and transform and create your own freedom. Thanks for being with me today. Namaste. Thank you for finding us and tuning in to the message today. Please visit our website at sacredawakenings.org. May every day bring you sacred awakenings.